You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Welcome to the Stream of David Show, where David taps into higher consciousness and shares divine guidance from the stream, answering all of life's questions and guiding you to the life of your dreams. Sit back with your mind opened as you come along with us on this wonderful journey of higher enlightenment. Here's your host, David Strickle. Hi, welcome to the Stream of David Show. As you can tell already, for about the third week in a row, I have no voice. Yes, I speak for a living. I do podcasts. I host lots of live video. I channel. I operate a Taya boot camp program where I do nothing but coach and speak to my clients all day long. And I haven't been able to speak for three weeks. So I'm a little DTS. I'm a little down the spiral about this. I'm kind of sick of being sick. And if you listen to this podcast, you know I don't get sick very often. But when I do, I really go down the spiral. I really get sick and it just sort of lingers and I hang on to it. I keep it active in my vibration. I keep it active because I don't want it. And I focus on how much I don't want it. So it's interesting that I, I'm on here talking all the time about how fabulous my life is and how I use all these tools to manifest everything that I want. And I do. But I also am very honest that my life is not perfect. That I go up and down my spiral, just like everybody else. But the, the practice of Taya, the spiritual practice that the stream has delivered for us, that I developed over a 10-year period. And if you're new to the show, Taya stands for trusting your abundance. It really makes a big difference in your life. It does not bring perfection. You're still going to go down your spiral. You're still going to lose your voice. And if you so allow, you're going to linger down there like I have with this this no voice thing for, for three weeks now almost. So it's a bit annoying. So I'm inspired to do a podcast today to talk about getting up your spiral to unblocking abundance. The things that I do in my life, the things that we teach in Taya, the things that I've seen work with people all over the world who have taken my boot camp program. We're going to talk about all of that. We're going to dig into it because no matter what we do, no matter how much vibrational work we do, we are still living in a polarized physical environment. Therefore, we are always going to have obstacles to overcome as long as we are physical. We are always going to go up and down this virtual vibrational spiral. So Taya doesn't cure that. It it absolutely gives you the tools to deal with it on a much higher level. It absolutely gives you a much higher perspective on what positive and negative is all about and allows you to release fear around your negative, around your down the spiral time, allows you to release fear around your obstacles and guides you to overcome them. But it still doesn't deliver perfection. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. And I will tell you, for those of you that are regular listeners and you know that I developed this Taya spiritual practice starting at age 40 and really used it to to dramatically change my life, every aspect of my life. Financial well-being was something that I already had going on. I knew how to create financial abundance from a very early age. But it took some time to learn other things because I really focused on the law of attraction in the beginning on just a vehicle or just a tool 
to manifest money and things because I thought that's all I needed to be happy. And as I've shared many times, I got to a point in my life where I had lots of money coming in and lots of things and I still wasn't happy. And I sit here today on this show telling you all about my wonderful progress that I've made that has still not brought me to a point of perfection. But absolutely, I have used the Thai spiritual practice to learn to love myself, which is huge. I have used this Thai spiritual practice to learn to connect directly to source most of the time. I couldn't channel if I weren't connected directly to source, and that's not a unique, blessed connection that I hold and others do not. We all have the ability, including you. And I use this Thai spiritual practice to really understand humanity. Humanity as a whole, my friends, my family, my romantic interests, my dog. It gives you a higher perspective on all of it. And it leads you to a glorious place where you no longer need to be right. You no longer need even to be understood. You are so confident in your being and you are so confident in your connection to source. And you are so confident in your ability to manifest that you no longer need to manifest security. I hear people all the time say they want to win the lottery. They want to manifest a lottery win so that they have all the security that comes with that. Well, the interesting thing is that most people that win the lottery, it seems their lives end up worse than they were before they ever had the money. There's definitely a careful what you ask for scenario going on there. Because if you're not vibrationally ready for it, you may be vibrationally aligned with winning it, and you will if you are vibrationally aligned with it. But are you then vibrationally aligned with having all of that money and all of the new contrast that comes along with that? And are you so trusting of the universe that you can allow yourself to dip into DTS, to down the spiral? Are you so trusting of the universe that you don't need the stockpile of money? There was a time that I had a stockpile of money. And when I left my corporate job and started doing this full-time for a living, I allowed that stockpile of money to dwindle significantly. And I got into a phase several months back where I allowed some static in regarding money. And my money ran dry. I was broke on this podcast in a boot camp talking about abundance and my own financial abundance and ran dry. I was talking about what was going on in my life at the time. I'm always very open about everything that's going on because I want to be that type of teacher. I'm not going to sit here on this podcast and feed you a bunch of bullshit that I'm not living in my own life. And whatever's going on with me, you're always going to hear about. Whether it's my divorce, my illness, my lack of voice, my letting my money run dry, I'm a human being and I'm vibrational. And I'm never going to to tell somebody, hey, come get into my boot camp program, read my book, listen to my podcast. I'm going to teach you how to be rich. I'm going to teach you how to be rich forever and have all this money and it's just going to be wonderful. You know what? There's lots and lots and lots of people out there teaching that. And obviously it's not so effective because 
there's not one teacher that has cornered the market on students who have all gotten rich from their program. That's why I took a very different approach when I created this show, when I wrote my book, when I now that I'm writing the Taya book, and when I created the boot camp program with the stream, they channeled the whole thing. The intention was for true abundance. The intention was to bring humanity to a place where we understand that we're able to absolutely manifest anything that we want, but coming to a place of understanding that the need to manifest security is rooted in fear. And the need to manifest a big pile of money is all about having security, which means we are not trusting that the universe will continually provide abundance. And my money was just fine, always has been. I can absolutely teach you how to manifest money because I've done it successfully most of my life. But I hit a snag. When my stockpile of money started dwindling, I became fearful about really being out on my own in my own new business with inconsistent income and not having a stockpile of money. And then that was the moment of truth for me. Wow, if I'm going to teach this stuff, I need to live it. I need to learn how to bounce back from here. And guess what? That's exactly why I manifested that obstacle. We manifest obstacles for improvement, for growth, for expansion. And my expansion that came from that is that I now have a clear empathy for people who don't have any money. And I can tell you that I have been there a couple of times in my life. Once when I was really young, I grew up very poor and I ended up manifesting more things for a while and always the money that I needed for the things that I wanted. And then money, then I finally kind of got ahead of the game and started manifesting money and things. And I lived a long time that way. And it didn't bring me the happiness that I thought that it would. And it didn't even bring me a sense of security, really. So I set about trying to be happy beyond that. And that's where Taya came from. And now, this spiritual practice gives me the tools to really understand my transgressors, really understand my obstacles almost instantaneously. I told the story several months back from, uh, I believe it was the fall of 2018. It was around September of last year when that money started to run dry and I became fearful and I created static in my life around money. And sure enough, the more static I created, the more the universe sent me signs that I did not have money coming in. And in the midst of all of that, and I, and I was aware that I was creating the problem, but I wasn't, for some reason, just wasn't able to pull myself out of it like I usually am. Until one day I went to the mailbox and opened up my mailbox and there was an envelope from the IRS. If you listen to this show and you have been, you know this story. I just stood in my driveway just laughing at this envelope from the IRS because it was coming at the absolute worst moment. And of course I opened it up and of course they were telling me that I owed back taxes from a couple of years prior, thousands of dollars. And then there were penalties and interest and I had to pay it right now. And if I didn't, they were going to come take my bank account away and all the crap the IRS tells you. If you're in the United States, the IRS, uh, if you're not in the United States, the IRS is our tax uh, agency here. And they're very powerful, probably the power, most powerful arm of the government. They can just take whatever they want if you don't pay your taxes. And sometimes they make mistakes. 
And of course, in the end, in this case, they did make a mistake. I did not owe those taxes. But that envelope was a wonderful sign from the universe that I was DTS regarding money and that I was the one creating the problem and that my static and my fear around not having a stockpile of money was counter to what the stream was giving me and counter even to what I was teaching, which was not my intention, but it was. I hold myself to a very high level of accountability to always practice what I teach. And in that case, for a moment, I wasn't. And the universe sent me very, very clear evidence of that. So that envelope was a gift. And we do this for ourselves. We give ourselves these little gifts of contrast all the time. I've shared stories on here about lots of things that I've manifested that seem very negative at the time. And then shortly down the road, I can look back and realize what a gift that was. When a friendship falls apart and I mourn the loss of it, and I, I want to fix it so bad, and it just seems like there's no repairing it. And then I gain my clarity. I pull the fear out. I step away from it. I view it from a higher perspective, all these tools that we teach in Taya. And then I see that that friendship was not a vibrational match anymore. We want to value these old friendships. But the truth is, we are all vibrational beings, and we are all independent strands of soul consciousness inhabiting a human body. And there are no two people that are going to vibrate the same at all times. And there's certainly no group of people that are all going to vibrate the same at all times. I heard once that if two people agree upon everything, that only one person is doing the thinking. And that's true. I was altering my vibration, my desires to fit in with this group of people. There's nothing wrong with this group of people. They're great. They're wonderful. They've been fabulous friends to me. But I've changed. And they've changed. And we've grown in different directions. And no, it seems like no matter what I did, I couldn't repair the friendship. And finally getting that clarity on the fact that I created those obstacles. I created the blow-up of the friendship so that it could move to a different space where I'm not around them so much and I'm freeing up time and space for new friends to come in. And guess what? That's exactly what happened. People that are more my vibrational match began appearing. So the lesson to all of this is to pay attention to where you are on your spiral at all times. To work on detuning fear. I've been doing it for 10 years. It's mostly gone. But in the case of money, that was a new frontier for me. I talk to people all the time, and, and they think that money is the thing that they need to manifest, and it's going to solve everything. Money's great. Money does solve problems. Money can make you happy, at least in moments. So I'm not here to, to belittle money or to talk you out of wanting to manifest it. I am just here to tell you that we need to be so free of fear and so up our spiral and feeling so abundant that even if our bank account reads zero or negative, that we're still able to feel abundant and know that the universe is going to take care of us. And I moved after that envelope from the IRS. That day, I detuned it and I moved up my spiral. And my money situation turned around immediately. 
and I've enjoyed a nice flow of money ever since. I posted a picture this week of two things. If you follow me on social media, you probably saw it. It's my new tattoo. At 51 years of age, I went and got my first tattoo ever. I've always wanted to get a tattoo. I always thought it was kind of a cool thing to have. And I always said, well, gosh, you know, I will get a tattoo when there is something in my life that is so meaningful that I want it as part of my body for the rest of my life. Because that's what a tattoo is. And I didn't want to just go get a tattoo for the sake of doing it on a whim and then looking and looking at something that I really didn't like a few years down the road. You know, that that teal fish looks great right now, but how are you going to feel about it in a year or two years or that dragon or whatever it is? You need to love it if you're going to commit to it as a tattoo. There aren't many things in my life that are going to outlast this tattoo. So once I created the Taya spiritual practice, and of course, I didn't even, we didn't call it that. I didn't know what it was when I was creating it over a 10-year period and having it change every aspect of my life. Once I did that, and then I started this show, and then I started my boot camp, and we realized that my boot camp, it started as a course in releasing abundance blocks. And very quickly, boot camp evolved to a full-blown spiritual practice very quickly. And I realized that it was this Taya practice that the stream had mentioned in our first book, the stream Eternal Wisdom for a Better Life that that's what we were creating. I love it when magical things just unfold like that. And then you look back and realize, gosh, this was in the works universally all along. And my intention in all of it was to help people really change their lives. Because as I have said many times, books and podcasts and YouTube videos and all of those things are inspiring. And they can bring about a certain degree of change and inspiration. But if you really want to change, who you are and how you are and what you are receiving, if you really want those changes, you've got some work to do. And a boot camp environment gives you the structure and the accountability and the tools to get in there and change. And now that we've had over 54 people graduate from Taya Boot Camp with dramatic changes in their lives and continual changes, they get out of boot camp or they go into base camp and the the, the unfolding continues, which is amazing about this. It just keeps unfolding and you just keep getting more and you keep finding new things to detune and you keep finding higher highs to reach and your, your, your old high becomes your new low. That's where I am now. You know, I said, I said at the beginning of this show that I'm DTS. I'm not really that DTS. I'm bummed that I can't talk. I'm bummed that I haven't had a voice, you know, now for three weeks going. And allegedly it's got something with dehydration living here in the desert. And, you know, I'm trying to drink more water and electrolytes and all this stuff. And it's still not getting a whole lot better. But I'm really not that DTS about it. But still, I want to move up the spiral on it. And I know that you all have things that that you go DTS about, even if it's just polarity dragging you down for no good reason, because that's what polarity does. And we want to have the skills to go up the spiral. So we're going to talk about that. I absolutely want to share with you that I got this Taya tattoo, not just because what it's done in my life, but what it's done in the lives of all of these other people that have come through now. I know now that this is a life-changing practice, that this is going to change the lives of people all over the world. It's going to continue to. It already has, and it's going to continue to change a lot more. 
I'm very excited about it and very committed to it. And that's why I have no problem tattooing it on my arm. So the photo I showed, uh, showed you that. And then also showed you a car that I manifested. I uh, manifested a Mercedes convertible. And I've had a couple of Mercedes convertibles before when I lived in Florida. And when I moved up to Seattle, you've probably all heard the story about I moved to Seattle and I had the Mercedes convertible and it never made it up the hill to my house. And at the time, I was really wanting a Range Rover, all-wheel drive Range Rover. And that's how I discovered Abraham. Somebody had suggested that I listen to these Abraham Hicks CDs because it sounded so much like what I was teaching. And I was going home the very night that they handed them to me, and I'm sitting uh, at the left turn to go into my neighborhood. And I pull up behind a Range Rover, a black one, exactly what I wanted. The license plate was Abraham. So that was just an interesting story about how I got out of Mercedes ownership and then ended up owning some different types of cars. And I've had Audis the past several years. And now that I live in the desert, I really wanted a Mercedes convertible again. And I wanted one that was kind of like the one that I had years ago. I wish that's the only car I've ever had that I wish I just kept. And I went into this. There's a, a used car finder. If you want something that's not brand new, if you want something that's an older model, it's called Car Gurus, and this is not an advertisement for them. And I went on to Car Gurus and put the parameters of like this sort of older model Mercedes that I wanted. And one of them popped up over the weekend, and it was at the Porsche dealer here in Palm Springs. Well, Porsche is closed on Sunday, so at 9 a.m. the next morning, on Monday morning, I was there to buy that car. And it was perfect. 15,000 miles on it. It's like a brand new car. Smells good, looks good, drives great. Price was fantastic. It was an absolute manifestation. Now, you may be saying, gosh, well, why didn't you just manifest a brand new one? Well, in the case of this, I'm actually more excited that I manifested something closer to what I had before because the cars evolve so quickly now and change so quickly. And I've had all the technology and all the crazy new stuff on my last car, and I just don't really care about all that anymore. I wanted that sort of more old school Mercedes experience. So this car was the perfect manifestation for me. And I didn't even really catch it. I didn't even really catch the perfection of all of it. I've sort of just come to a point in my life where I just expect it. I just expect everything to unfold perfectly and everything to just work out beautifully. And the interesting thing about the car was that I wasn't hammering away at it. It was just something that I wanted to do and something I wanted to get. And there it unfolded. It was magical. It was perfect. Uh, the dealership experience was wonderful. The salesman was nice. I had a very interesting people watching experience sitting in Porsche Palm Springs at 9 a.m. on a Monday morning. So it was just a fun experience. And I just love it that life can be like this on all topics. Because I know for a lot of people, buying a car, new or used, is a, a horrific experience. And I set an intention for it just to be a wonderful experience. And it was. So I was so happy to be able to post a picture of this car that I have that I love now driving around Palm Springs and my Taya tattoo and that I am going to continue to trust my abundance. And anytime I start to go down my spiral and get staticky and allow fear, my intention is to catch that faster and faster and faster moving forward. And that's what Taya is all about. Catching yourself before you go down. And then if you do go down your spiral, knowing what to do when you get out. And the best tools for this I'm about to share. So grab a piece of paper. I'll remember where we are timestamp-wise in this show. 
so that you can come back and listen to this again and again. And this is coming from me. This isn't coming from the stream. We're giving them the day off. The very best thing that you can do is become, first of all, acutely aware of where you are on your vibrational spiral. If you're not in a state of joy, then you're down the spiral. You're DTS. You're in negative territory. And of course, the further down you go, the more negative that territory becomes, all the way down to deep despair. So you really want to become acutely aware of your spiral. Pay attention to it all day. And when you start to feel yourself dipping, you need to do some things to reverse the dip. And the worst thing that you can do is to beat yourself up about going down the spiral. If you start all of that, I can't go down my spiral. I know everything I don't want is down there. My obstacles are down there. I'm going to cancel out my dreams. I can't do it. I can't let this happen. Well, you're just adding fuel to the, the fire. You don't want to do that. You want to ease out of DTS. I feel myself going down. I don't have the same energy that I had yesterday. There's a, I feel like I'm in a fog. I feel doubtful rather than hopeful. I feel a little fear coming in. I'm a little nervous about something. I'm unsure. That means I'm further down the spiral than I want to be and the further down than I need to be if I want to manifest my dreams and be joyous, which are the same process, by the way. So I'm going to breathe. I'm going to withdraw my thoughts from anything right now because when I'm DTS, anything that I think about is going to be negative. It's going to seem negative. The dreams that I had yesterday, if I start thinking about those dreams, it's just going to piss me off. They're going to seem impossible. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to board the thought train. And the stream shares this with us all the time. They say that we're, we're on this spiral and we're DTS. That train's going to pull up and those doors are going to open and it's going to invite you in. Get on the DTS thought train. And if you do, you're going to keep going down and down and down. All of your thoughts are going to be negative. That is your negative creation time. So if you're DTS and you board the thought train, your thoughts are going to be negative. That's why you don't want to think and you want to stop doing. Sometimes when I have too many things going on, I have too much to do, I feel a little DTS. I'm a little stressed. In the old way I used to do things, I would hammer through and push through and get it all done. My new way of doing things, I step away. I relax. I quit clear. I breathe. I appreciate. I find things to appreciate. I'm very good these days at appreciating me, loving me unconditionally. I'm very, very good, and we should all be pretty good at this because it's a lot easier, of just appreciating our world, our planet, the beautiful blue skies, the, the, the trees, the mountains, the oceans, the animals, puppies. Show me a French bulldog puppy and I'll go up my spiral anytime. So find the tools to go up the spiral and make it easy relaxing your way up the spiral, appreciating your way up the spiral, breathing. If you can't do that, the next best thing is a low thought activity. Go clean something, go accomplish something, go do a workout. Going to the gym will always take you up the spiral. It does me. Even if you think you hate going to the gym, you can psych yourself into it and pretty soon you will be addicted to it. And if you release fear, your gym experience will be so much better. And I remember 
if you're not somebody that's into working out and you're not into going to a gym, I remember being that 300-pound person walking into a gym full of people that all seemed so in shape and they were so much better than me and I was so hating myself and how awful that felt. But when I made myself do it and I set that intention to get in there and make those changes and to force it a little bit, to hammer away a little bit until I could release my fear of it and relax into it, embrace it. And before I knew it, somebody in my 20s and 30s, I hated the gym, hated it. I would join, go two or three times, never go again. And then I'd be on the phone trying to cancel these memberships. It happened three or four times. But when I turned 40, I set a different intention and I allowed a different path to unfold and it was magical. And from that time on, I've been addicted to going to the gym. So doing something physical is a very good way to go up your spiral. And sometimes, you know, when you're down, you just want to maybe sit and eat, <laughs> eat a pint of ice cream on your sofa and watch TV or something. I promise you that forcing yourself to do something physical where you accomplish something is so much more satisfying. Because if you're sitting on the sofa and you're vegging on TV and you're eating that pint of ice cream, you're likely going to just beat yourself up about that. And it's not really going to take you up your spiral. But all of these things are individual. All of these things are tools that we use. And what you've got to do if you want to be joyous and abundant is to make being up your spiral a non-negotiable. You've got to do it. You've got to get up there. You've got to get yourself up that spiral because that's where everything that you want resides. That's joy. That's your source connection. That's allowing your abundance to flow, not even having to, to order your abundance over and over again. All you need to do is know what you want. The universe knows you're connected to the universe. You're part of the collective. You don't have to tell the universe over and over again what you want. It's your desire. It's active in you. Your work is to get up the spiral. And the things that you want that you're not hammering away at and needing and wanting so bad, those things will flow with ease when you're up your spiral. And clarity will flow. And clarity is a valuable commodity. Understanding your place in the world, why you came, why you chose the way that you did as far as your point of entry, how you got to be the person that you are today and showing appreciation for all of it. Understanding the world, understanding why positive and negative exist and always will. These are very valuable life tools. And this is what Taya is really all about. The joy and the clarity, the self-love, the confidence, the knowing that the universe is always going to take care and always provide understanding your eternal nature, having these tools to relax and breathe and reach a place of neutrality, neutrality being no thought, little to no thought. Because when you're in neutrality, you're not DTS. You're neutral. And all you need is neutrality for source to swoop in and connect with you. And you will feel that source connection. And from there, you can travel up your spiral with ease. 
But when you're really DTS, you can't always just sit and quiet your mind and meditate and reach neutrality. That's why I am talking about these low thought activities. Going to the gym, going for a nice long drive in the country, washing your car, ironing clothes, painting a painting, doing something that will take your focus away from being down the spiral. Something where you are using your hands and accomplishing something or getting some exercise. These things are very, very valuable tools and we need to pay attention. We need to use them if your desire is to be up your spiral. And if you're this far into this show, I know that it is. We all want to be up there. We all want lives of freedom and joy and we want lives that are abundant, whatever that looks like for us. And all of that comes with being up the spiral. So I hope you start to incorporate these valuable tools of quick clearing through appreciation, of using low thought activities to take your focus from being DTS, and then using that improvement to reach a place of neutrality. And you don't have to sit in any specific position or do anything specific. You just need to close your eyes and breathe and appreciate and clear your mind as much as possible. And pretty soon you are moving up your spiral. Pretty soon you feel better. And that feeling better is source connecting with you. That is your source connection. And the more you do this, the stronger it will become. You can get into a state of allowing where your source connection is an open source and it's flowing to you almost constantly. The only time it stops flowing is when you allow yourself to go DTS. And we all do. But then how long do we stay there? And what do we do while we're there? And to remind you, the most important thing not to do is not to board the thought train. When you find yourself DTS, and if you're not in a state of joy, you are DTS. When you find yourself there, you must, if you wish to be joyous and have clarity and abundance, you must get these tools together to move up in ease and not board the thought train. And don't beat yourself up. If you've listened to my videos and you've been, you, you know that we teach you to detune that voice of limiting beliefs, to give it a name, give it an identity external from you. I named mine Claude. And it was not part of me. It was out beside me, out in the air. And every time old Claude would chime in with something negative, some limiting belief, some let's beat the hell out of David thought process, I learned to mute it. And I will tell you that I have not heard from Claude in a long, long time. Claude didn't even come around last fall when I was DTS about money. I didn't beat myself up about that. I knew I was creating it, but I didn't beat myself up about it. And that allowed me to move out of that phase quickly and find solutions quickly. Lasting solutions. All of this is available to all of you. This is the practice of Taya. And if you're interested in Taya Boot Camp, reach out. It will absolutely change your life. My goal is to change the lives of at least a million people on planet Earth with this spiritual practice. And that's, you know, a fraction of the population here. But I think that there are at least a million people that are ready for it. This stream has confirmed that. And it will absolutely change 
the trajectory of humanity. You've got a million people thinking this way, thinking this advanced as far as the law of attraction and in spirituality goes, where you're really taking complete responsibility for everything. And you have the tools to really understand both the positive and negative aspects of our world. And you're able to encounter anything on planet Earth from a place of joy, a place of safety, knowing that the universe will always protect you if you so allow in every way. That concludes this episode. I hope these tools have been helpful to you. Please let me know. Reach out. You can email me directly at david at thestreamofdavid.com. Let me know what you think of this episode. Let me know how you're using these tools. If you haven't joined the Facebook group, our Facebook group is Law of Attraction 2.0. The Taya spiritual practice is the next phase of Law of Attraction. It's here. We're ready for it. If you're listening to these words, you're not here by accident. You're ready. You can start putting these things into practice in your life right now and begin seeing changes immediately. And when you're ready, when you're really ready, and you all will be at some point, sooner or later, for Taya Boot Camp to get in and really do that vibrational work to learn how to raise your default vibration permanently and really control it and really learn a spiritual practice that has no rules, no judgment. It's not a religion. No one's being worshipped. It's a spiritual practice. And learn this practice that will allow a continual unfolding of serendipity, of source connection, of joy, of clarity, and of abundance for the rest of your life. Reach out. Email me at david at thestreamofdavid.com or check out our website, thestreamofdavid.com forward slash Taya, T-Y-A and learn more about this life-changing practice and about our boot camp program. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. To learn more about The Stream of David, visit thestreamofdavid.com. For topic requests or to learn more about David's Taya Boot Camp, email david at thestreamofdavid.com. See you next week.